Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. It's SEC After Dark. How's everybody doing tonight? Cheers, fellas. Cheers. 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 Got a little sweet tea and vodka going on tonight. Mm, nice. As Figured you can I see, would, I'm uh, a company man. There you go. Right. Yeah, he's, he's towing the company line now. He's mm. he better be drinking a land shark. Uh, I'm yeah. sold out. You know, I'm like um when Metallica. Released load. <laughs> Still waiting on our on our you know coming to church, Stephen. You know the y'all's conference. Yeah. They, they must have got lost in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 you guys ask who are these people joining me? Uh, these people are Stephen Willis, Jeb Beecham, and Jake Thomas. What's up? What's Howdy. up, Twitter world? What's up, Facebook world? YouTube world? We're on. I think we're on 47 uh, platforms now at this point. Um, Hopefully we, yeah, I I don't know how many we're on, but I'm just, that's just a guess. Uh, My man in the lockdown t-shirt. We'll we'll know the exact number, but uh, our chat is uh, ready to display messages. So when you're ready, Twitter world, when you're ready, comment section, Let's, uh, let's go ahead and start posting those things. So um, as you see, we got an action-packed show just because actual college football is not being played. Um, doesn't mean we can't talk about actual college football. <laughs> Corey Fox. Uh, no, that's Jake now. Yeah. Okay? I, at the last <laughs> week, fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. He's 24K. Yeah. Jake Jake's, Oil. J- Jake switched to net zero, and he's hoping he can get oh, through tonight. Oh, God. Maybe Casty might be downloading a song. I heard that uh, the Alanis Morissette's You Gotta Know might be on the internet, and they're trying to download that, and then sometime tomorrow it will be done. Isn't oh it ironic, gosh. Steve? Is it <laughs> ironic? I really do think. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, as you can see, we're going to get off topic a little bit, and uh, there's a sport called basketball as well that – I think we're going to talk about Jeb. Uh, Jeb's new to ne- basketball, so never heard of it. Yep. Is that it exist? With a big round ball, I think it's brown. It doesn't even start yeah. till March. Well, why are we talking about it now? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Get a so get a head start, great. I guess. Oh. <laughs> it's a free ride when you've already paid, guys. <laughs> um, we're well, we're going to talk NFL playoffs too, because uh, apparently uh, the, the the weekend of football games was was really really good. So, um, now the the comments are rolling in, uh, roll tide guys, especially to you, Jake. Uh, that's my brother guys. So, you know, he's joining. So appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. So, uh, so yeah, your brother's on. So I I guess we're going to get full 
uh, 100% ball busting on, on the, on the uh, chat now, Jared, you better not let me down. Um, <laughs> He'd be in bed in about five minutes. He, he has to get a, he's an early rise at like four o'clock or something like that. So. Jared, don't call Jake cause it'll kick him off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, don't call him. Uh, don't even text him. Yeah. <laughs> Just talk to him here. Uh, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, go Titans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Titans. Hey, did y'all see where Samsung basically invented a flip phone? Can y'all believe that? A phone that you can cut in half. It's it's, it's amazing. It's like 2006 all over again. That's what I was going to say. All the way back around. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's evolution for you. Yeah. Could break the razor back out. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, Motorola. Make Make a resurgence. Um, so yeah, there you go. Portal mania guys. Um, a lot of, a lot of people entering the portal. It is the portal era now. Um, I feel like everybody's going to the portal. Uh, I feel like, uh, Georgia's going to have a completely new team. I feel like everyone in the SEC is going to have a completely new team. Looks like Bama's going to get Jermaine Burton. Um, you sure it's Bama? It might be LSU. It could I, be I think LSU, I, I think I, I think the best chance is him following his wide receiver coach to LSU, and then and then maybe uh, maybe Bama has an outside shot. But JT's in the in the portal as well. Um, half of or actually three fourths of Georgia's defense is uh, declaring for the NFL draft, so that's uh, that's a lot of fun. And uh, but yeah, so I, I was engaged, and Israel's engaged in a, uh, a Twitter debate about about the portal and you know, the loyalty of these guys and, you know, why, why do people hit the portal? Is it, you know, is it ruining college football? That was kind of the overarching theme of Georgia just won a natty and now everybody wants to leave what's going on in Athens, you know, things like that. So wanted to kind of bring that debate, not necessarily debating about Georgia in particular, but like it's the portal era. Like Bama just lost 14 guys to the portal. Georgia's probably going to follow suit. Ole Miss lost a bunch of guys. Yeah. We're at 17. yeah, but but you also you you gain people too, mm-hmm. and so your 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 net loss or net gain or or whatever however you want to describe it will be the ultimate deciding factor when spring practice rolls around and even when when your final rosters are set after media day in the summer. I mean, you know, you could get transfers all the way up through the summer. So it so my question to y'all, okay? After all that, here's the question: Is the portal getting a little bit ridiculous? What do we do to fix it? If so, and just any general thoughts about the portal, Steve? Yeah, I'll start with you. Um, well, the portal is really good for teams like Tennessee and Ole Miss, and it's really bad for teams like Alabama and Georgia because Alabama has to keep their whole team happy because they're nothing but four and five stars. They recruit their their way to certain advantage if they want to go, which honestly they probably need to go because uh, one year is not really enough film. And that's something that is going to really start popping up for NCAA players. You can go to Alabama for a year. If you don't get on the field, you get out and get gone, get some film for your NFL, put yourself in the best position to make the league. Alabama can go through and cherry pick people and get one or two players like Jamison Williams and um, what it, that well, Jameer that, Gibbs Jam- now Jameer Gibbs, yeah. Yeah. they can cherry, pick, but they they can't do both. They might be able to cherry pick, but they do so well at regular high school recruiting. There's really no reason for them to do that. 
George is the same thing. But at a place like mm-hmm. Ole Miss and a place like Tennessee that is perpetually in that 20 to 15 range in recruiting, this is a way to get you into the top 10 and close that talent gap down. And this is going to cause a little bit of parity with the second-tier teams. The top teams are going to be status quo, but the second-tier teams have a chance to really make some hay. Yeah, I mean, Jake, I, I think the the, the top-tier teams, they just kind of reload and backfill and – it just it all ends up kind of working out because you just end up finding the guys that you need, um, and this is kind of new to everybody because the portal has never been this active. Like, there's always been like teams always pick up one or two guys here from the portal, like Ole Miss with uh, with Otis Reese and you know Tennessee with Hooker and you know Georgia with with JT and and you know so on and so forth. So it's it's never been this intense. This year's an aberration. But- because you have 105 scholarships that you got to get to 85. Yeah. So there's a massive processing at just about every school at this point. Yeah. And it, so so it's it's a it's a bit insane and you got guys here there and everywhere and and so Jake it, it does seem a little bit ridiculous but to me like all things it's going to even out a little bit. Yeah, and uh, you know, Stacy said, you know, he he disagreed with Steve's uh, Stevens uh, comment about the portal, but I mean, I mean, yeah, Alabama, you know, they you, you're right, Steve. They can nitpick and get one or two guys, but but we can get the best guys in the portal. I mean, we've already got Eli Ritz. We've gotten uh, Gibbs. He's probably going to be, you know running back number one next year coming in. So, uh, you know, we can go into the portal, Alabama can, and Georgia can as well, and get the players they need to to fill in holes that they have on their team because there's always – Darian Kendrick was, is, is yeah, what comes to mind. Exactly. Mikey Smith, who was out all year with injury, he's coming back. But yeah. He's a portal guy from West Virginia. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is thunder and lightning really bad. So if the internet goes out tonight, it's because the power goes out and because of my yeah. internet going out. Okay. <laughs> no, no, that's, that, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll buy that one. No, it's just it's just Zamir and, and James Cook running, so don't worry about it. thunder. Right. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> no, a- a- yeah. Alabama can be surgical, but my point is that Alabama is not going to get away from their high school recruiting that is so successful. No. No, yeah. We, yeah. You, why they would get four or five stars regardless, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. And then you can pick one or two players like Henry Toa Toa, mm-hmm. Jamison yeah. Williams, and all of a sudden you filled in some holes. A place like Ole Miss has about 10 portal guys that they've brought in already. It's part of their recruiting class. And it's a different strategy in places like Georgia and Alabama. It doesn't really hit. But that second tier, all of a sudden, you're looking at like 10 or 11 players coming in from the portal. So what about A&M on the third tier? Do they have any NIL money left? I've heard rumors of $30 million for the signing class. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's insane. Trans A&Ms for everybody. To go eight and five. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, nice. underachieved, but they have yeah. Max Johnson, so they may go nine and three this year. <laughs> yeah, so that's good, right? Hey, Cal, um, you know, Auburn's got Calzada, so uh, you know. Hey, if yeah. Ole Miss lands Dart and Trigg, they have a top five class in the country. That's not just recruiting; that's the overall with the portal and recruiting, and mm-hmm. people underestimate them at their peril. 
Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, mm. I mean, Stacy, obviously, Bama, Bama's at the top of the pile, you know, and that's just because they've they've won, you know, the national championship. thirty-seven national championships. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're at the top of the heap, so so, so they're going to get whoever they want. Georgia's nipping at the heels, obviously. Uh, picked you guys off this year, but you know, still got a ways to go if we want to we want to jump on that train. But we're we're headed that way. But I want to ask you this, and Jeb, if you were named uh, director of the transfer portal for the NCAA, and it was your job and your job only to make regulation on the transfer portal, what 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 is your number one idea? I honestly do not know because I. I agree. To answer your original question, it does seem like the transfer portal has gotten crazy. But like Steve said, and I kind of agree, it's that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it's going to even is, out, I think, yeah, eventually. It's an odd year. But. I don't. And and Stacey, also with the yeah, I know Alabama and Georgia are going to be able to get great players, but they're always going to get great players. You know, if it's just recruiting, they're getting the best. <clears throat> transfer portal, they're still getting great players, but. I think what Steve's point is is some of the smaller teams are teams that don't recruit as well, like Ole Miss and Tennessee. Yeah, second second tier. Yeah, grab, yeah second tier. Can, mm-hmm. We can actually grab some good players too, especially those players that go to school at one of the large, you know, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Ohio State, something like that, and just realize. I, I, I tell you, Heifel's not jammed. a second tier recruiter. But. Right. Well. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, you know, I, I made that comment uh, on Best of the Best last night. You know, guys like like we had transferred out, like Drew Sanders, I don't blame him for leaving and getting the portal and going to Arkansas because he's going to start. I mean, with the emergence of Dallas Turner, you know, this for the last six, seven games, he's not going to start next year. And he wants it, he wants it to feel much at all unless Dallas Turner got hurt. So, I mean, he has a chance now to go and learn from from a really good linebacker in Bumper Pool and and be a good linebacker there for uh, for Arkansas. So, I don't blame him one bit for leaving. But that's your question. I have no idea what you would do to regulate it at this point. I mean, right. it seems nuts. So, I don't know. Do you have ideas on, on what they can do to – Yeah, I mean, I, I, think there, I think there's one idea you could possibly have. Um, before I get to that, though, like – um, guys like Amir Speed, who's a se- who's a COVID senior, um, he's going to Michigan State to to, to reunite with Mel Tucker, who uh, was was there when he got recruited. You, you got like Jalen Kimber going to Florida, who that one I I was kind of shocked whoa. on. <laughs> whoa, <clears throat> that would be like saving hiring somebody like Tavares Robinson. I know, right? Um, and then you have uh, Justin Robinson going to Mississippi State, uh, Latavius Breeny going over to Arkansas. Um, so I, you know, Arkansas is like doing Mark a good Tosa job in the portal. They are. They're LSU, LSU quietly is as well, but any new coach like um, Billy Napier and Brian Kelly, the portal is a requirement because otherwise your recruiting classes is going to be absolute shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 the ultimate equalizer to coming mm-hmm. in and, and catching up. So good, good, uh, good on them. But you know, again, uh, my idea, Jeb, I think you have like two big windows, right? I think you have a window of like a month, kind of kind of like soccer, right, Steve? Uh, you have you have a window, a transfer window, from starting of the January at, right after the bowls, and you go up until the end of February, okay? There's one window right there. So it kind of covers like signing day and a few weeks after signing day of, okay, you know, this happened, that happened, whatever. 
let it all unfold. So you have, you have that window. Okay. Then after that window, it shuts down for a little bit. Okay. And then you have one that opens up just for the month of June. So you have a summer transfer window. Mm-hmm. So as soon as July 1st hits, nobody can transfer until it, w- without penalty. Obviously you have to sit out and do all the old transfer rules. What would you, what would you guys think about like a, a transfer window and, and even kind of playing with the signing days? Like I like the idea of two signing periods, but what if we, what if you, how bad would it screw up the recruiting calendar? If you move the early signing period to let's say, uh, you know, like late August, like right before the season starts. I, I would be in favor of that. Now, um, also, we need to remember everybody's freaking out. Um, by the way, Cody, um, Javon Patterson is not going to coach at Ole Miss. He's taking an admin role. So he won't even be an analyst, but he'll work in the admin department. Um, the thing that people need to know whenever they're think, talking about windows and whenever you talk about windows being until late February is classes start in mid to late January. So the window would need to be at the end of November until like January 15th. And yeah, then there can be yeah, and then there can be one after the spring semester. Um yeah. but that, that so, that's so that- the realism. Now the media wants um and some sort of an event they can do like we used to do signing day back in our rivals days. That's what the media wants. So they're going to push for windows and things like that so they can make it an event and make money Mm -hmm. off of it. Um, But I kind of like, believe it or not, I kind of like the transfer portal as it is now. It's going to stop over the next couple of weeks because classes are going to start. And at that point, it's going to be classes until the beginning of May. So it's going Mm -hmm. to die down. I mean, just logistically, it has to. Um, so basically, there's windows already built into the system, and that's the first day of class for the spring semester and the first day of class for the summer. Yeah, I mean that that is true. I mean it's it's a good point to bring up because you know you, you see that stuff and it kind of sparks your interest. You're like, okay, well, um, that, that's kind of interesting. I, I, I want to kind of play it out in my head to make sure it's a you know a valid point. Uh, but Stacy, you know, uh, I like your comment about, you know, the, the impact of these recruits, like dear, dear and Kendrick, two picks against, against Michigan, de- you know, defensive MVP in the orange bowl. You know, he had a huge impact on this defense because he allowed, uh, he allowed teams to have to even out their passing attack and they couldn't, you know, they couldn't avoid Keely Ringo. Cause if they avoid Keely Ringo, they get dear and Kendrick give two great corners over there. So that made a huge impact and a veteran presence in that defensive backroom, which was sorely needed, uh, as you saw this team uh, try to defend deep balls. But you know, you look at you look at JMO, the impact that he had. Yes, he got injured. Yes, Bama should have been should have been prepared. We talked about that on the last show, uh, but it doesn't understate the impact that he the immediate impact that he had on this offense. I mean, you could tell he was he was a catalyst of this whole thing. And and it sucks that he went down, but then again, you're Bama, so you got to have things, you know, behind that. But you know, that's just kind of it's just kind of where I am on on that. I I, I don't mind the portal. Um, I, I think it. I don't know. I think there's some things that could happen that might make it a little bit better, or a little less crazy, I should say, and you know, a little less tempting. But I, I guess we'll know with this cycle that you know all these people in the portal, which is like record numbers right now, 
they have to go they have to go somewhere and the grass is not always greener so i think a lot of people are going to learn that just because i enter the portal doesn't mean i'm going to upgrade you know there's going to be people that that are coming from Syracuse that think they're going to they they're going to portal themselves to Clemson right. and all of a sudden they they end up at at uh at Idaho State. You know what I mean? Like so you never know. Yeah. And Stacy, what I'm talking about um on recruiting is this recruiting cycle Ole Miss has a chance to land 14 high school four stars. That is unheard of for a school like Ole Miss. 14 or 15 would be a significant shortening of the talent gap that um, a place like Alabama has. Yes, Jamison Williams had a ton of impact, but the accumulative effect at a place like Ole Miss or Tennessee with the talent gap that currently exists, if that gets a little it bit smaller, that yeah, it, it closes it significantly. Um, we're talking and, about and all conference you, players. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big yeah. deal, man. And and Jeb, if you th- and Jeb, Jake, Steve, if you if you think this league is already competitive, you oh. close that gap a little bit with the portal. Oh my God, it's going to be an all-out war. I mean, it it, yeah. it really is NFL light, and I kind of like it. Like you know, you got NIL deals, which you know they're going to top out as well. It's not going to get too too crazy, I don't think. But um, the transfer portal stuff, like free agency, it always kind of find its way back to even keel. I think it's going to create a lot of parody. So if you're going to create this much parody, why not expand the playoffs and showcase that parody? Hey, Cody, um, by the way, NIL is going to um, have a cap based on capitalism. These people are not going to keep wasting money. This is dead money for players for one season. There is no return of investment. It is going to slow down. Just let the fire hose kind of level out a little bit, and you'll see the NIL stuff to start to slow down a little bit. And by the way, if you guys see me keep looking off to the side, I've got the Georgia-Auburn game on, which it is ugly. It's 25 as it approaches halftime. Is Georgia winning? Yeah. Let's go, Georgia. (laughs) They're they're winning the sweepstakes to fire Tom Green is what they're doing. Did you know he was um, Jim Harbaugh's brother-in-law? No, I didn't know that. I had no idea. I would have, would have never known that. Tom Kareem, yeah, he, he is uh, the brother-in-law. Of, what, what, uh, would have Jim never known that by watching the uh, the Orange Bowl and then talking about that one million times per per uh, before every before and after every commercial break. Yeah, I would have never. How, known did, that. how did he still got a job there at George? Is what I want to know. I know he's a. You know, he was a top tier guy coming in Indiana, but he has not improved Georgia at all. Do, do you do you know what Georgia? How Georgia, the athletic department looks at basketball? Probably about they like don't. that. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they, they don't. I think Did Jeb the, is running our basketball program. He just had did the basketball that. team even have assigned seats at the celebration, or did they just have to buy their own ticket and go individually? Probably, <laughs> probably, probably had to buy their own ticket. But 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 I will tell you this: we're starting to turn into Tennessee when it comes to basketball. Like, I was, we just won the Natty in football, and now our girls, and our women's basketball program is about to like shoot off into the stratosphere. Um, oh. so we have to get past Tennessee. I don't know. So so Tennessee, oh, Tennessee Kelly fans, how does this feel? How does this gonna, feel? We're going to talk about Kelly Jolly women's again. program. <laughs> How's it feel to have a dominant women's program? Coach Joni Taylor is uh, she's join she's about to join the elite class of of uh, coaches in women's basketball. Hey, by the way, we're fourteen and two. 
your women's basketball team is. Yeah, fourteen nice. with, with the only loss being to Tennessee in the in the conference. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. You want to talk about elite though? Look at South Carolina's women, man. Dawn, oh, man. holy cow! Yeah, you know. If you ever hear her talk, like you should watch her interviews. It, it's it's incredible. It gets you fired up. Like I'm ready to run through a wall. Seriously, better coach of South Carolina's men's team. That that's the that's the thing here. Men's team. Don Staley or Frank Martin. Men's team. <laughs> Don Staley. <laughs> I mean, she is sharp as a tack, man. I mean, it, it's it's insane. Um, yeah, that's our women's basketball minute. So, but yeah, I mean, Portal Mania. It's it's going to be crazy. We're going to see where all these guys end up. Justin Robinson. Um, had the drop seas at Georgia, but he was a uh, he was a four star kid coming out of Phoenix City, Alabama. So that's a big pickup for Leach and Company. That'll be a nice added weapon for them. He can do a lot of good things. He just he had the yips. Hey, he just had the yips. Jake, has Alabama and Auburn just quit recruiting Alabama? Uh, apparently, <laughs> I mean, because Quinshawn Judkins is going to Ole Miss, and it it was mm-hmm. never even a question whether or not he was going to Ole Miss. And this kid's a freak. He's like TJ Yeldon, and yeah. apparently he didn't even get a whiff at Alabama and Auburn. It, it's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Georgia's been dominant in Phoenix City. Mm-hmm. It's saving man. He just. He just rolls out the carpet, the red carpet to all the uh, to all the five stars. But uh, speaking now, of rolling out the carpet to five stars, real, Georgia had real like quick. five coaches at Ar- Ar- Arch Manning's basketball game. Yeah, and Ole Miss had coaches at that game as well. By the way, I'm sure they did. Yeah, I think every the whole crowd was coaches recruiting Arch Manning, and especially like the next game. Yeah, the next game was is um, Arch Manning versus like Bronny James. And that's that'll yeah. probably break the internet. Mm-hmm. I definitely will. <laughs> I definitely will. So yeah, what were you gonna oh, say, Steve? What I was gonna say earlier is Alabama not recruiting Alabama is going to hurt them after saving. Post saving, when they need that base, they're going to have to get it back. I mean, that's a bad thing. And Brian Harson, Brian Harson has a ticket to seventh in the West right now. I was going to say, it looks like right now, as everything's laying out, Auburn is going to finish last in the SEC, unless some drastic they're pinning their hopes to They are pinning their hopes to Zach Calzada. <laughs> Robbie Ashford. And Robbie Ashford. He, 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 was, he was really good at Hoover. <laughs> he was. Yeah. yeah. Hoover, yeah. At least they're recruiting Alabama, though. But so so is Dabo Sweeney going to be able to recruit Alabama when he gets there? I think Dabo Sweeney is going to complain himself out of major college football. I honestly believe that he is going to complain to, himself to record yeah. coaching at like Delta State um, because never, he wants everything. Never yeah. Dabo. Yeah, I wanted to see Jake's reaction when it, when I said that. Uh, there is a ton of people who want him to dance coach. You ask me, hell no, no, no. I just. You know. Jake, I got, I got a question. I got a question for you. You get two coaches to be the next coach of Alabama. You have your pick, okay? You can have Dabo Sweeney or Hugh Freeze. Who do you take? I'll take Joe. No, <laughs> Jake takes neither. He just appoints himself. 
you know, honestly, and I don't, I don't think I it's do. going to happen. But hey, I mean, that's fine. But you know, Stephen, you have said multiple times it's not about the next hire; it's the hire after the next coach. And I believe that's the thing. I know we might have a filler for a few years until we get that that next top coach. Has you know? to be Ray Perkins. Always no. has to be a Ray Perkins. You got to be a Ray Perkins. <laughs> mm. So who's going to be the Ray Perkins? Uh, mm, that's a good question. You go get a mid-major guy and just – but, but Alabama can't do that. They have to take a swing yeah. because their fan base is going to de- demand it. Here's hoping we find out really soon. <laughs> and twenty they're getting 20, Josh Heupel. Yeah. Oh. 20, oh, 20, 2029, fellas. Mark Stoops. Yeah, there you go. Mark I'm Stoops. fine with that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, good. I mean, if he's a stopgap until it. I mean that he's you know <laughs> Tennessee fans uh, I mean that went well, didn't it? You can the, the, Joe. Well, hey, there's another one that's been talked about, but you know, I won't like it. Blake Anderson. <laughs> In all seriousness, Blake Anderson would be would be a, oh. a hell of a hire to, yeah. to give a shot to. I don't think they can go group of five. That is power no. five or bust or NFL. Who? Well, okay, that's what it is. Who's the NFL guy that will come back? Cliff. That's that's mm, probably yeah. the coach Kingsbury. That'd be interesting. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, no, that'd be a great hire. Be- that's Bill I'd, Belichick's I'd kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steven one. Belichick. Yeah. yeah. So all you're gonna so so is he just gonna do this to recruits for every weekend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that gonna be is he just gonna be on official visits just flipping his tongue just randomly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dan Mullen. Ooh. And, and nobody still has hired him, which is kind of <laughs> <laughs> Remember, well, it's not I mean, the coach. Yeah. It's coach after. It's the coach after that coach. Right. That's the hire you have to want, get right. I wouldn't even want Dan Mullen to be the Ray Perkins. That dude's a weirdo. He's a complete tool. But the Auburn rivalry would become so much fun. Right you now, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't have right? fun in that game last year, or you know, this past season. Yeah, but he wouldn't. <laughs> He would make that comeback in that game where y'all didn't play that well into the end-all, be-all and make a whole season around that last drive that Bryce took it down the field to tie it up and would completely needle over and over Brian Harson. I mean, it would, it would be ridiculous. Believe me, I know because I was on the other end of it. I get it. And um, – he is so – he's a guy that needs to be set up in opposition. You give him option, um, Auburn to be in opposition of, he turns that rival into a dumpster fire. Mm. He tried that uh, with Kirby, and Kirby said, oh, nah. Yeah. He can do that with Harson though. But um, mm. try uh, try this name out for size, Mario Cristobal. Uh, I don't think he's going to leave Miami now unless he gets fired, of course. Yeah, he's trying to get um, Kendall Bryles, and if he gets Kendall Bryles, I don't know if he will. There's rumors that they're working on an extension, but if he gets Kendall Bryles, I'm going to look that up because I swear I just saw he hired an offensive coordinator. 
Well, he, he might have because that rumor of Kendall Browse um, is a couple of days old. That'd be, that'd be stupid of him to leave, to be honest with you. Here, here's, what's, here's what's stupid is, is daggum Bill O'Brien still has a job at Alabama. <laughs> Not not for long. The, the NFL not for long. He's going to end up in G- yeah. He's going to end up in Jacksonville. I hope oh. to God they. Okay. I hope so too. Sa- yes, Saban's playing this perfectly because he doesn't have to fire him. He knows he's he's helping him get to the NFL. Like that's that's how Doug, Doug Monroe can go too. Yeah, Saban's playing him perfectly. Um, Gary Patterson is coming to Texas. Speaking of SEC, I saw that today. Oh, yeah. Nice. Special assistant. He's the Dwight Schrute uh, assistant to the head coach. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you don't watch The Office, do you? I've never seen an episode of The Office. Oh. <laughs> oh. Mm. Such a good show. Whoa. Uh, very good show. Yeah. Huh? Okay. So. So the, the guy in question is uh, Marcus Devolver, the coordinator, is Jason Candle from from Toledo. Jason Candle turned has, it down, didn't he? He has he has turned it down. So yeah, uh, yeah, he's not the offensive coordinator for Toledo. He's the head coach. I know that would be weird yeah. for him. Like, why would he turn that? Like, yeah, why would he leave a head coaching post to go? Downgrade to an offensive coordinator job when he, when he's a pretty solid head coach, he could just mm-hmm. jump into another head coaching role if he wanted to. So uh, that, Cody, I thought that was odd. Cody, I just want to want to comment what you said. Seven said he did a great job. I mean, you're not going to have a head coach berate one of his coaches. You just at any program, no, not unless he does something obviously bad, right? So yeah, I mean, yeah, of course yeah. he's going to say he did a great job, but in hindsight, Seven knows he didn't. Yeah, Saban probably behind closed doors probably has lit him up on several occasions. I mean, you look, we should have never been in a close game against LSU. Should have never been in a close game against Auburn. Just just the talent discrepancy and and how good our offense should have been in those games. And it was just lackluster. Mm -hmm. No. Well, you look at Wilson Love at Ole Miss, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody loves Wilson Love. He's got all the energy and everything going on. But twice last year, twice last year, a whole position group was injured with muscle injuries. Yeah. Scott Cochran. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that. That, I mean, that's a severe black mark on his record. And I am sure that affected things with him and Lane because his whole job, the strength coach's whole job, is to make sure everybody is available on game day. And if everybody is getting muscle injuries, that's I mean that's a, that's a problem. But Kiffin will never downgrade him and he let him go off to Oregon and he take that as a win. Right. But he probably wanted him to go. Mm-hmm. Because of that, but he would never admit that just because of the way it would look and everything was going on. But that's an example of, you know, how that works. But that happens and, all the time. A lot and of Cody, Cody said that he did visually to Kiffin, but Kiffin quit on his team right before a national championship game. So that's different. Like Jeff's case, like Jeff said, if you do it and it's pretty obvious, you know, you know, so, so him, you know, Kiffin leaving right before a big championship game, it's kind of leaves a bad, bad taste in everybody's, everybody's yeah. mouth. Kiffin coaches <laughs> so, that game, Alabama wins. 
Absolutely. Uh, I will take that to the grave. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, I and John, too. in all fairness to, to O'Brien, no. He, he's an NFL guy. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be this great coordinator. I'm sure he's probably seen blitz a few times in his life, in his <laughs> yeah. career. He he's got to do a better job of of putting those guys in a better position to pick up those blitzes. So yeah, I don't buy that excuse, John. I really don't. Oh, man, I, don't I hope I hope Jacksonville pours gasoline on that dumpster fire by hiring him. <laughs> that would be incredible, that right? Poor, poor sunshine. Poor they sunshine. could draft. They could draft Jamison Williams. That's an option too, though. Yeah, that's true. That's James is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> James is like, I declare for the draft to get away from this fool. <laughs> After all the years, by the way, Laquan Treadwell coming out the number one um, wide receiver, little blast from the past for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. That that no. was good to see. Teddy, I didn't even know the never-ending yeah. cycle of knee injuries for that guy. I felt yeah. bad for him. Yeah, he started. Really. He started kind of showing up for the Falcons like late mm-hmm. last season. Uh, and, and that's kind of what got him that uh, gig in Jacksonville. Now he's ran away with it. Well, so. well he broke his leg in the Auburn game in 2014. Uh, and and it, going it, into the end zone, wasn't it? Yeah, going into the end zone right before he crossed that. the goal line. And then the Auburn newspaper of the player broke his leg just finding a way headline. Yeah, and it's yeah like, that oh is so – God. Yeah. That's garbage riding. Yeah, and to this mm-hmm. point, we have a problem with Auburn because of how they handled that situation. Yeah. Miracle yeah. snapped mm-hmm. his leg. Yeah. yeah, everybody in the SEC ought to have a problem with Auburn because it's Auburn. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, Auburn. I, I think uh, Nick Fairley tried to kill Aaron Murray, like literally kill him. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. And John, no, it's not an excuse for LSU. LSU played; a, they had a really good defensive game plan. I mean, that's that's what you do to Bama, you know. Mm-hmm. And they can't stop it, obviously. So that's that's not it's not an excuse for O'Brien, for O'Brien to be bad. Um, but LSU's defense played really, really well, and, and they yeah. got a really good young defense, and, and they yeah. had LSU, that game. LSU well. had the athletes to match up with John Mechie and Jamison Williams right. and play cover zero and come after Bryce. I mean, it yep. wasn't a secret what they did. They, it was recruiting. And, right. Yeah. And, they, and, they had all and, their success on recruiting. Yeah. <laughs> One coach, though. <laughs> and just look at the SEC championship game, for instance. Georgia hardly ever blitzed that game, and we put up 41. Championship game, they come out and they started blitzing, and we only got, what, 14, 17, something like that? The bus, man. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, 18. Yeah, 18, 18 yeah. So, I mean, um, there you go. That he, he just does not adjust to, to you know, blitzes. And it's been that way all year. I mean, they, I mean, Georgia. I mean, Georgia did a complete 180. I mean, not not mm-hmm. to get into another national championship breakdown, but I mean, that's that's what that was. So, right. um, I mean, that, that that's but, just hey, the, that's the blueprint. Kirby okaying that is actually a kind of a big deal because he's coached, for lack of a better word, scared against Alabama every time they went out. Yeah. That defensive game plan was not scared. That defensive game plan was whatever comes, we're ready for. Bring it. I, yeah. I, I think Muschamp said, "Quit being a." Blankety mm-hmm. blank, mm-hmm. and you know there, there's few people on this planet that can talk to Kirby that way, and Muschamp is one of them. Bobo's the other one. Yeah, Georgia did a lot better rotating Jordan Davis. Yeah, he he was a lot more fresher, had a lot more stamina, and was on the field in a lot of big plays. So, you know, kudos to them for doing that as well. So yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know it's going to be interesting to kind of see where where all this shakes out, how the portal shakes out, where where does Jermaine Burton end up, where does yeah. you know who, who who when the dust settles, who goes where, you know, how does it all shake out? And, and I, I think ultimately it will be a good thing. And I think fans freaking out about it needs to stop because it's just it is what it is. I mean, yeah, do, did did I want Georgia to lose Jermaine Burton and JT Daniels and, you know, Jalen Kimber and Latavius Breen? No. But, I mean, it is what it is. You'll back – we'll backfill. Bama will backfill. Tennessee will backfill. Ole Miss will backfill. Uh, you know, Baylor will backfill, you know, so on and so forth. I mean, it, it, it will all work out. Rosters will be set. These kids have to go somewhere. Or yeah, they're, they're, they're all going anywhere. to Southern Miss, by the way. If you, if you want early money for next year of most improved team, put the money on Southern Miss. I was impressed with their quarterback, yeah. you know, when they played Alabama. So, yeah, Will Hall, uh, not Will Hall. Yeah, Will Hall, right? Did I get, am I right? Yeah, Will Hall. No. Yeah, he's that's him. That's that coach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like Will Hall, and I was like, no, Willie Fritz, and yeah, I got those two confused. But uh, yeah, Will Hall is doing a doing a actually really really good job down there, um, secretly. But uh, so let's uh, let's get off topic a little bit, guys. Um, let's 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 go from SEC after dark to NFL after dark, which is really almost the same thing if, if you really look at it now. We're uh, talking about playoffs. 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 You kidding me? Playoffs. Um, so it was a really, really actually wildcard weekend. It was the best it's been in a while. Like I, I, I never really would get fired up for wildcard weekend. I just thought it was meh. Uh, but really, really good weekend. I thought there was a lot of good games. Even the Chiefs game for a little while was 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 good. Um, the Dallas game. The you know the Rams forty you know the Rams not Rams forty nine but Rams Cardinals game the you know the you know the 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 mysterious whistle in the in the Cincinnati Raiders game that right? was weird yeah it was, it was, Kyler, it was very Kyler, weird. Kyler Murray plays quarterback and he looks like Mario before the mushroom yes that that's <laughs> when he looks out there playing quarterback did y'all see that little picture uh, that got floated around the internet he was like that tall. Yeah. And, and like I think it was Donald coming after him. I mean, it was it was funny to see. Yeah, like the quickness in which he like threw that ball up. You know, he's like, nope, not getting tackled. Yeah, Flip. he just literally flipped it up, just yeah. lofted it, and the guy was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna catch this and walk yeah. into the end zone. Yeah, yeah, he, he needs Thank to you. do well and keep um, Kingsbury in the league because after he goes. Kyler's worthless. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. only in that system would he be effective. Yeah. They, they better like hire pro Johnny Manziel. Yeah. They, they better hire. Yeah. He, he might just want to go back to the A's. Hmm. Go play Billy Beanball. Serious. Um, a little, little uh, sabermetrics or whatever they call it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought like Moneyball. You, you look at the. Moneyball, there you go. Um, you, you look at the Cardinals. You want to talk about a team that just completely disappointed me? Like, yeah. you look at all season long, right? They they play so well. Like, they play so dominantly. 
But ultimately, injuries caught up with them. You know, not having DeAndre Hopkins proved to be more of a, you know, more of a burden than, than we thought. But you know, again, we we look at that. That you know, obviously it was a reason, but that can't be a reason because you have Rondell Moore, you have AJ Green, you have the you you have these two Zach really good running backs. Zach Ertz, you, you, you got talent. Yeah, you, you've got things. To, to, to go to, you got people to go to, and you can't get the ball out because you can't protect, right? It all goes down to protection. You, you all think, of a sudden can't protect. I think they showed him at Texas, Texas Tech and um, Arizona, and he was like four losses out of six to close a season in every season since he was at Tech. He just does not close a season. Once the book gets out yeah. on him, he's just done. I heard uh, Brian Dable is the front runner for the the Giants job. Who would want that job? Good God! I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be a way to put that team back together, but nobody's been able to do. They have a, they have a decent roster yeah. defensively. Yeah. They broke they, Eli's I mean, um, consecutive game streak just because. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> It was like the great Bambino curse, you know, thing. Now yeah. But, but, but maybe, maybe you get Dave Gettleman out of there. Um, maybe that's a, maybe that helps. <laughs> I mean, I he, it's gotta be coaching because I mean, when we have teams like in the, has the top five picks in the draft every single year and they don't improve. It's, it's incredible. Jacksonville. It, yes, they, yeah. It was, it was yeah. The Jacksonville model. Yeah. yeah it, it was the, uh, the, 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 the bad picket quarterback. I mean, they have Saquon yeah. Barkley. Yeah. Uh, they have, you know, they have really good receivers from Kenny Galladay to Sterling Shepard mm-hmm. to, um, you know, Kadarius Tony, yeah. Well, yeah. Darius Slayton, your, your, uh, war Eagle guy, Darius Slayton. Uh, they have, uh, who else do they have? They, they, I thought they had a really, <laughs> um, but Evan up front Ingram. they had. I was Evan saying, Ingram, Evan Ingram was criminally underused. Yes, they have I had a, him on my fantasy this year. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I, I had Saquon. So, yeah. yeah, I'm playing the yeah. little tiny fiddle too. But they, they have a really good left tackle, Andrew Thomas, and then um, they have absolute dog turds at their other four offensive line spots. Yeah. They started Jake Fromm at one point. Like that's how bad it got. You you, you know that's very what, bad. What's absolutely I love to, Jake Fromm, but he's not a yeah. The Giants are a, a criminal joke around New York right now. And on top of everything else, I look for the Jets to actually be pretty diff, decent next year. They're gonna not play. good. They yeah. probably won't want the playoffs, but I think they might win seven, eight ball games next year. They, they got a long way to go to make the playoffs, but yeah. I, I think, think Robert Sala did a pretty good job. Hmm? Yeah, I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, they beat the Titans, so I can't complain. Yeah. I think Zach Wilson has a future in the league. Yeah, I think he does too. Actually, Jeff, there's a there's a team that should never beat the Titans, always with Titans. You know that. Oh yeah. Oh, I, mean, I remember the well. Browns a few years ago beat us, and they were garbage. <laughs> By the way, there's an article out today. Is the Titans the worst number one seed since 1983? It's like, no. man, this is criminally lack of respect at this point. Yeah, it's lazy journalism. I'm yes. sorry. Look, yeah, the Titans always play better as underdogs. I, Absolutely. I they're overlooked. That's when they had their best games. 
I love yeah. it. I hope they keep getting like the they were able to. They were able to snag the number one seed without Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. without yeah. AJ Brown and Julio for most of the year. Like, the without Julio for the entire year because they didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, even when he was he, in, he just um, channeled his Falcons. <laughs> Shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, my Falcons fandom might be in the transfer portal. <laughs> well, come to Tennessee. I might. Yeah, absolutely. I might, yeah. Not I, mine. I, I am, I, we were the Rams choking away from making the playoffs and playing five quarterbacks during the season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Falcons just continue to be a piss poor organization. They they are leaning more towards the the just throw you know what on the wall and see what sticks mm. model of drafting. And that's it's poor Matt Ryan just gets killed every time he, t- every time he drops back, they have, they have no weapons except Kyle Pitts. Hey, no. they're, they're all about, they're all about baseball now since the Braves won a championship. So cool. <laughs> yeah. cool. I, I'll just, I'll root for the Braves, the Titans, <laughs> the Hawks and the Preds. Those will be my pro teams. The Falcons had a good wide receiver, but whatever happened to him? I, Kevin Ridley just disappeared. He quit. Away. Hey, yeah, he, <laughs> he quit. Is he, he just, done or is that just? What was no, that? He's not he, done. He, he ain't done. He just, yeah, he, just, he was done with the Falcons. He's, I'm done with this group. Okay, Who, so he never said yeah. if it was just football or if, I don't know. He if said it was mental. Down or, yeah. yeah. Right. I was wondering what happened there. I guess we'll find out more later. Kentucky has come back and take the lead. By the way. Uh, Georgia is still losing. In case you guys are wondering. Um, so uh, the comment, Matt Ryan is, yeah, John, Matt Ryan has never been anything special at a top ten rushing attack. Go ahead and make a long list of quarterbacks that have been in the in the NFL. How a top ten rushing attack? I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I just ain't never been sold on Matt Ryan. Nope. Uh, he's, he's, he's always been. He's had no help. Yeah, I, I, I think they had a twenty-eight to three lead against the Patriots, and yeah. they blew it. That, that I was, was about to say that, he's somewhere between the twenty-eighth ranked quarterback and the third ranked quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that that was that was all coaching. They, the, Kyle Shanahan pissed down his leg, and they. <laughs> that was you have a, you have a four touchdown lead. You can't piss down your leg at that point. You have two quarters left. Good God. He saw he saw Bill Belichick over there. I, I don't know. Like they, that was the. I mean, it's obvious why that's the biggest choke in the history of sports. Apparently, um, Sean, Sean McDonald ain't, ain't scared of Bill Belichick because they just creamed. You know the the Patriots last week. God, that was crazy. Yeah, that was beat that crap out of them. Mm-hmm. Hey, Boo yeah. Um. This is one thing you need to know about Jackson huh? Dart is he wasn't highly recruited necessarily until his senior year in high school. He didn't have all the pre-visits and love and all that. So he's making the most of what's going on right now. I don't know when he's going to commit. I know by the 21st um, he has to be committed and in class at Oklahoma or get a professor's approval to be in there. I know by the 31st he has to be in at Ole Miss. Um, and I don't know what BYU's schedule is, but that that's that's the time frame. I expect them to um, milk it pretty well. He has, he has to be on his mission by February 1st. Um, <laughs> yeah. So those are the three teams. Okay. Cap, cap, caps Lock is, uh, is, is, is your friend, I guess. Um, Absolutely. So 
going back to the Falcon. Hey, you got the point across. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Loud noises. (laughs) Um, So Matt Ryan has never had an offensive line. The one year he did, they went to the Super Bowl, uh, and he was MVP. And you know they, the Patriots defense figured it out, and they. (laughs) <laughs> uh the play that turned that game was uh was was your boy uh the the, the Bama kid De, uh Devontae Hightower doing this uh, hitting that getting that strip sack. Without that strip if that strip sack doesn't happen, Julio was wide open. Yeah. Hey, um, was that my um Kyle Shanahan team was that the invention of duo? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, and he kind of caught the NFL off guard and everything, Kyle Shannon, because his yeah. dad basically um, is credited with being at the head of the invention of the zone blocking scheme. And it's kind of funny to see. Even Alex Gibbs, yeah. Yeah, he's running. Um, I had um, Alex Gibbs in Oxford, and I videoed it for a week, and him just talking football with everybody was pretty cool. Yeah. I need to see that, but um, yeah, the, the duo is like the next evolution of of, of zone blocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really if you really study it and break it down, not to put on our coaches' hats, but yeah, I mean, it's it's really really good. Um, it's basically running backs reading linebackers. Um, yeah, let me go grab my visor. Um, it's basically running backs reading reading linebackers and making them wrong and just creating double teams at the point of attack. It's really just it's really kind of awesome if you if you look at it. Um, so it's like zone zone. It's like inside zone on steroids. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, so, so the Titans, are they the worst number one seed? Not a, no, no, Mike not Grable's even a little bit. King Mike Henry Grable's is back. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. back. Although, um, he's playing against Joe Burrow and Joe Burrow has never lost a game that has been for all the marbles in his career. In college Until and Sunday. Football. It's going to happen in the NFL, though. Ain't no oh, phantom yeah. oh, whistles in Nashville, baby. And look, Joe Burrow's going to be an outstanding quarterback. The Bengals are going to be a great offensive team for a few years. It's going to be crazy. But he's also not, I mean, not, not this weekend. Not this weekend. I look at Joe Burrow and think about what he could be with Sean Payton and just cry. Uh, yeah, I don't blame I look at Joe Burrow and look see what he'd be like as a fa- – no, wait, no, I don't. Um, like I said, my fandom is in the. Although I, I have hope with everything's going on, everybody's going to do something, and the Saints can finagle and work their way and get Tua. That's all I was just to say. I was just to say, you giving up on Tua now? No, 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 <laughs> no. I, I just Joe Burrow is not even an option at this point because he's yeah. so who your Dolphins going to hire, Steve? You're you're a Dolphins guy now too. I'm a secondary Dolphins guy, and it's probably going to be DeBall. Until everybody is going to um, try and hire DeBall until DeBall is hired. <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody yeah, that, wants DeBall. You can have O'Brien. Yeah. No, no, he's in Jacksonville. <laughs> you know Dan so. Quinn. <laughs> Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn. Oh, he's interviewing in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I did say that. Oh. Um, yeah, ouch. Yeah, oh. no, he did throw bombs against UJ and this. Yeah, he threw bombs against everybody that year. He threw bombs against Bama at Bama. Man, I saw him live against Ole Miss. I saw that game where John Rice Plumley went nuts and ran for 230 yards. But I also saw Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase put on an absolute show. 
And even though Ole Miss lost like 59 to 35, that was a fun game, man. Yeah, that, 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 I mean, God almighty, you talk about a really just like Georgia had no answer in that game. Yeah. Like they, they, they had no answer. Like you're not covering those two. Uh, he moves so well in the pocket. It does. Six inches around. You think you have him and you just don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't. It, it's, it's ridiculous. Like that yeah. game, I was like, I, I just, I, I wasn't even mad. I was just like, Oh my God! Like they just surgically kicked our ass. Holy cow! <laughs> okay, tip of the cap. <laughs> and then Coach O is pulling his Gene Chizik or Larry Coker self, talking to you. Hey, we did that. Let's smoke cigars in midfield. And it's like you didn't do anything. <laughs> Joe Burrow did that. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Not even Joe Brady, really. I mean, Joe Burrow just. Joe Burrow probably called half those plays. Yeah. Um. No, I yeah, I look at that game. I'm just like, holy cow, man! That's that's just awesome. Um, yeah. So, like I said, Steve, this is your chance to recruit me for the Saint for to the Saints. No, Pretty you're hard. a Falcons fan. Saints are off the table. <laughs> well, damn! Don't even go. <laughs> Don't even want you. Sorry, we got history, we got bro. <laughs> Tennessee. All right, Titans it is. Everybody up here is already a, a Braves fan anyway. Yeah. I enjoy the team. Titans it is. Yeah. Titans it is. I'm going, I'm rooting for the Titans this weekend anyway. So now you're going to bring a spell on. <laughs> Shit, no. My, my Braves and Dogs won championships, guys. I'm like, I'm on a heater. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, by the way, guys. Um, tomorrow on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, we talk a little bit about JJ Pegues coming home. Um, from Auburn to Ole Miss. And we also have Kara McCutcheon coming on there talking about the Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg and the social media kind of phenomenon that popped up. Um, so tune in. If it's like 15 minutes long, it's pretty good. Oh, there you nice. Go. Um, so what uh, What about this other sport here? Basketball. As Steve as Steve exits stage left. He's, um, yeah, he's got some sign memorabilia. Deuce McAllister. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, Deuce. Oh, Deuce. The Deuce is loose. Yeah. Yep. Do you want yeah, Manning? Really. I, don't, I don't know who that is. Jail. <laughs> he, he, he's and a TV host, apparently. Yeah. John K.O. Dotley. Oh. Archie who? Um <laughs> Yeah, isn't, isn't Eli Manning that guy on ESPN? <laughs> he is. Him and Peyton's little show is pretty, he's the, pretty funny. He's not the guy that threw the birds. Um, I mean, he he's not the guy. Yeah, he is the guy that threw the birds, not the guy that yeah. can't hear shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That, the, the night he threw them birds was funny. He's like, oh, we can cut this out. It <laughs> just went, <laughs> <laughs> <just> <laughs> And then Peyton, I can't hear shit. And then yeah, Sean Lynch dropping f bombs. Oh, yeah, that was. Uh, you know, was you good. Was, they inadvertently oh walked in and discovered the future of broadcasting. Yes. Yeah. There's not going to well, be another John Madden and Pat Summerall. No. So much, so much, so that ESPN is going to do it with the MLB with Michael K and Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Gross. Uh, Everybody hates a Rod. There's a whole movie. Um, 
called the other guys <laughs> that made the joke that um because he shot, shot Rod. You should have shot A Rod. Oh my god. <laughs> As he shot Jared Jeter, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Fire angel. A Rod, man. Oh like gosh. you had yeah. one of the greatest you had one of the greatest catches as a wife of all time with oh. J Lo. Oh, and you yeah. blew it. Mm. Much like his MLB career. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. He also had Tory Wilson for a while too, which is a former WWE diva. So no, he's had some, you know. Didn't, he's had some eye candy. Didn't he have the girl from Friday Night Lights? The same. So. Oh. Good for him. Lila. Thanks. So. Connie Britton? <laughs> no, no, she's much too old. Uh, in the chat, answer that question if you know that. Um, did A-Rod have the girl from Friday Night Lights as a girlfriend? Come on, John. I know you know that. You're a Yankees yeah. fan. Um, no, like, like, but A-Rod just, just oozes, you know. And then, you know, I like Michael K, though. I can't A-Rod like kind of oozes douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is. Just a, He's just a, he's a douchebag. He's got resting yeah. douchebag face. Yeah, you just look at him. He's just got a very punchable face. And, and he was 18 years old and in the major leagues playing shortstop for the Mariners. That's insane. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you want to I mean, get You want to get the Manning cast? You just need to get like King Griffey Jr. and Derek Jeter. King Griffey Jr. best swing in the history of baseball. Oh man, yeah. not even close. It was gorgeous. Or just just get uh just get uh Vlagarero's son and Tatis Tatis's son together like when they're if they're not playing on Sunday night baseball they just get together and they watch the game. That would <laughs> be pretty cool. But like get like Greg Maddox and John Smoltz and all they're doing is like talking talking shit to each other. No, I want Greg Maddox and Cecil Fielder. Um, in a game where um, Prince Fielder is playing against Fernando Tatis. Because Greg Maddox has a ridiculous stat. It's one of the craziest things. He um, walked like 300 batters, and 179 were intentional. Yeah. And the rest of his career, he walked like a little over 100 batters. That's nuts. Isn't there another insane stat where he, like, there's like a really high per, or a really low percentage of three uh, O counts getting a three three O counts or three and yeah. one counts. Something yeah, some something ridiculous like you got to be kidding me. Yeah, and he had like an 88 mile an hour fastball. It was it was yeah. nuts. He never threw it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he never threw a ball that went straight ahead. <laughs> Every ball he threw was moving somewhere. Yeah. That's back. Everybody on the chat that was back before analytics ruined baseball. Yeah. yeah, I hate analytics. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would, how, how it's set up now, we would probably never see another complete game ever because yeah. they, they pull them by like the fifth inning. Yeah, yeah anybody from this area, is it? Um, are, is any pitcher no. going to be up for the Hall of Fame? Uh, who knows? I doubt it. Because your numbers, you're going to have like a 5-6-5. Five, five. Yeah. ER. Wait, hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Smoltz is greater than Max. We got to address this. No, 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 no. I love both of them. Smoltz was third on that staff. I'm a huge Smoltz fan, but there is not a shot in hell 
There's not a shot in hell he's better no. than Greg Maddox. You're telling no. me you're going to line up Greg Maddox on you, you? You put Greg Maddox on the bump, we win it. <laughs> There's an automatic, pretty much. I mean, he I mean, was the He beat the Cubs with 77 pitches, I think. But it's, it's insane. <laughs> like he he's one of the few pitchers that I've seen in, in my lifetime uh, that could be a right-handed pitcher but still pitch. Like he's a lefty on lefty. Yeah. Where Greg the ball, Maddox, you know, Greg, where the ball busts in on the lefty's hands. Greg Maddox in today's baseball would have a .5 ERA. Nobody could touch him. Mm. Nobody would touch. They're going to go up there and try and hit home runs every time. Nope. But, but he'll be pulled by the fifth inning. Yeah. Oh, oh you're you're <laughs> at seventy. You're at seventy five pitches. Um, we yeah, don't want to risk it. Oh, because he. Because yeah. he could swing the lumber too. <laughs> oh yeah, Tim Hudson. Swing it. I, you know, Tim Hudson can swing the lumber too. Oh, I really like Tim Hudson when he's with the Braves. Yeah, and I still Frank think Maddox about also, that. He's Go literally ahead. the best compliment you can give uh, your wife too. Honey, I can tell you, yours party is Greg Maddox. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, thanks. <laughs> Bless your heart." Yeah, he'd yeah. be absolutely unhittable, and it's everything that. Um, today's pitchers aren't because if you're if you don't throw 98, if you just do not throw gas, you're not getting on the field right now. Right, and and they wouldn't even look at Greg Maddox, who is one of the best pitchers in the history of baseball. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean Tom Glavine really never threw much gas. Mm-hmm. He he did a lot of curveball stuff. So in some place, yeah. in some place at Auburn, War Eagle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Gla- Glavin would just hit his spots and let let the defense go to work. Right. Glavin Glavin would get tattooed on, on occasion, but mm-hmm. for for the most part, he's going he's going to live on those corners. Yep. And then teams are just going to hit fly balls and little nubbers to, to the infield, and he, he just gets outs. Like Maddox mm-hmm. Maddox will strike you out, get you out. Maddox was nasty. Glavin just hit his spots. Glavin was Glavin was the most effective, efficient pitcher. That mm-hmm. the Braves had. Uh, Maddox was an artist. Smoltz was the power guy. Yeah. And Smoltz able to to transition into a closer for a few years too. That you know you don't really see much of that happening either nowadays. Smoltz is the guy that would fit in now. Yeah. Yeah. The most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Smoltz had to really learn how to be a major league pitcher. Like when he got traded from the Tigers, like he was kind of a scrub. Yeah, he struggled early in his career. Mm-hmm. He kind of had to learn how to pitch, but he has one of the greatest pitching matchups in the history of baseball with the 10 inning complete game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a loss to uh, um, he, he would have done about a third of that in today's baseball. Five innings. <laughs> five, five innings are pulling you. Like, I, I on, that. on 60 pitches, five that. innings. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> Yeah, knowing that knowing Ryan threw 150 pitches every time he went out and pitched for 25 years. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. With gas. Nolan Ryan's also mm-hmm. <laughs> Nolan Ryan's also yeah. not human. Yeah, yeah no, Nolan Ryan never lost his his you know his speed either. He you went know, out at he went out at like 70 years old and threw out the first pitch at an Astros game and threw it 78 miles an hour to the plate mm-hmm. just through gas. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the dude and the dude would would kick your ass too. Yeah, <laughs> if you trust him out. And he he had probably the most dominant twelve six curveball I can remember because that that was his out pitch. He, everybody talks about the gas and what he threw. His out pitch was that twelve six. I mean, it was it was nasty. It was it nasty. Falls off the table. Yeah, uh, but he was one of the few pitchers. Like he knew how to pitch. Mm. He knew mechanics. He was a smart guy. He knew how how to not kill his arm because mm-hmm. he pitched with his legs. Yeah, he pitched with all lower body. I mean, he just, he <laughs> drove that. Yeah, and, he's, and he rode a stationary bike for two hours after each start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not human. Probably in between too. <laughs> Probably, definitely. Ask Robin Ventura. <laughs> Yeah, Robin yeah. Ventura's nose still isn't right. I oh immediately regret this decision. <laughs> yeah. He gets in that headlock. He's like, "Oh no!" I wonder every time oh. they show that, well, like what his reaction is. By the way, Kentucky went to Reed Arena and beat Texas A&M sixty-four to fifty-eight. Kentucky's back. Kentucky's what we assume. Kentucky's going to be playing basketball again. I know. I know. Vinny's happy. Um, Georgia has um, cut it to nineteen. Oh wow! Nice comeback. Epic comeback starts right now. Yeah, Bama beat LSU by three, and Florida beat Mississippi State by eight. Big win for Bama. Yeah, I think the two teams in the conference this year is um, Auburn and Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, You know, there's you know for the first you know for the first time since I you know. I think SEC basketball. Like I never think of SEC basketball as, as being worth a damn because it's well, Georgia had been in years, so I mean I understand that <laughs> Georgia hadn't had a basketball program since Dominique. So right, <laughs> let's just get that out on the table. Well, Kentucky's point guard, Georgia, 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 yeah, exactly. Georgia lost four starters to the transfer portal last year. <laughs> what we got it all, Katie, Katie yeah. Johnson. Ole Miss got one. Kentucky got one. Auburn got one. I forget where the other one went. You get a basketball player, and you get a basketball player. I didn't. I didn't know yeah. Oprah was our was our head coach. Been saying we're Oprah out here. Good for her. Good for her. That's her. That's a great retirement job. I, I think y'all would have a better record with Oprah's head coach. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'd, yeah. Yeah. We we we'd at least be down by only ten instead of. 19 in this game. Yeah. I think she would be a better people manager. She'd have Can a you imagine more Tom Crean's calling Jim Harbaugh for a, how to address his players? No. I'm getting shivers thinking about that. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh says, yeah, just, just show up at their house unannounced and spend the night in, in their tree fort. Mm-hmm. We'll really appreciate that. Did it work? Got you, Tom. It worked. Did it work? Did it work? Did it? Ask Chris Childers. No. <laughs> what do you sleep at on the I, couch? I, was just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of strange. Jim Harbaugh is a strange kinda? dude. He, yeah. he is. He's um, a leader for the Raiders job right now. By the way, black and silver the Raiders. Angels. There you go. Locked on. He's locked yeah. on with the Raiders, right? Well, the, the rumor yeah. is um, he would take that job, so he's waiting on an offer. Huh. But he's still recruiting. He was in Tallahassee today. 
Still waiting on, uh, on you know, I think uh, Matt Nagy has been fired by the Bears. So I'm still waiting on, you know, Ryan, Ryan No Day to go up there or Ryan Day. So, yeah. Well, no, because they're going to hire, uh, they're going to hire Flores. Oh, really? I think they're going to hire Flo. Flores getting fired really kind of shook that whole coaching thing up. Yeah. yeah. That didn't make sense. And yeah. the Texans are, are going to hire somebody that none of us have ever heard of again. Probably. Yeah. I saw, I saw it was like some dude. I was like, who? <laughs> Who's that? And they'll go four, they'll have four wins, and get fired again, you know, fired. And this is mm-hmm. the same old, same old with them. God. They're, they're, you're talking about being a long way from the playoffs. Even if they got Deshaun Watson, they're still a long way from the playoffs. They're in shambles right now. I like, don't want to get everybody's is, hopes up, by the way, but um, on Instagram, Jackson Dart's girlfriend put a story out there of Jackson Dart in an old Miss uniform saying hotty toddy. Uh oh. <laughs> so she, she just wants to party at the Grove. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, it is what it is. Hey, by the way, um, for you yeah. guys, me and Jeb down here, we can have this conversation. But you know that one week when you were in college, when all the girls put on the sundress and all the weather was perfect? That's eight months down here. So y'all enjoy <laughs> y'all's ice. <laughs> So that's why Lane took that job. <laughs> well, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I think Florida Atlantic is actually the closest university to the beach in the United States. It's sense. like um, yeah. a mile and a half to the to the water. So you can walk very, out <laughs> to the beach. He was very strict. He was very strategic in taking his job. Mm-hmm. Lane would wear board shorts to practice at FAU. <laughs> yeah. And flip flops. And after practice, he wouldn't even go in. He'd just go to the beach. Yeah. Hey, in the morning, I, I look at the temperature and everything and try not to wear long pants. That's my goal. <laughs> I don't want to wear long pants. I want to wear shorts every day. January 15th, I want to wear shorts. But does that it must be nice. your house? Yeah. What's that? Does it count if you don't if you don't leave your house? No, I walk every day. I walk um two or three miles a day. Dang. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. So the, the thing is snow, ice, rain, sleet, hail, whatever. The girls up here in Nashville are still half naked. So temperature doesn't matter. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but but by the end of the night, you can just look at them and tell that they are they really regret their decision. They're that version of the Disney parents at four o'clock in the afternoon. Are we turning to the Playboy channel or something? I mean, what the hell is going on here? Squiggly. There you go, Jay. That protects you from Cassidy. That's a good move. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Cassidy. Yep. Yeah. She, she's lurking in. She, Does the Playboy uh, channel uh, exist anymore? I wouldn't know. No. Yeah, actually, I don't know. When I was 15, 16 years <laughs> of old, you know, know, that, was a, that was a fantastic. Um, Oh, Playboy Channel for, and the squigglies, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you figure out how to get around the scrambling, especially with Skinamax, man. We did that like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Skinamax at the dark. Uh-huh. Mm. Alabama Jones and the Busty Crusade. 
There you go. Now, now you're speaking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The hill. The hills have thighs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. The gosh. devil wears nada. <laughs> <laughs> The titles if alone just if y'all are still watching the show after an hour on here, this is definitely SEC after dark at this point. This is over. Yes. Um, this is my my, this. my cup is empty, so that tells you something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Off the rails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. We have gone way off the rails, but guess what? We're gonna end it right there. Um we hope you and uh enjoy the show as much as well, no, never mind. Um, well, we hope you, we hope you enjoyed our, uh, our, our silly season episode. It was quite silly. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about the portal, uh, talked a little bit about the NFL, talked some skin max. So we come full circle here on the sec after dark podcast. Steve is locked on, ready to go. You can catch him on the locked on podcast. You can, t- you can catch Jake Thomas now of the independent, or I guess we y'all's conference network. You could say uh tie talk podcast. Uh, you can catch uh, catch me on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. Star the East, <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, 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 oh gosh. Shaving Ryan's oh. privates. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Steve, it's a family show. <laughs> not, not anymore, for, eh? not, not for 20 minutes. It has no, not the last 20 minutes of that, man. <laughs> Steve, you've just gone way too far. Uh, Bumbo's the one that said that, though. <laughs> I don't know. Just kidding. <clears throat> Star Horse. I love that. And he used a zero to cap. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. He wants to get around any filters. I like it. Yeah. yeah, he does. He did. He, he's a smart man. Yeah. He's a smart. He's a smart guy. We love it. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. Our tag. Our tagline for this episode: Four idiots who who love uh, Skinamax. <laughs> Somewhere out there, little Jimmy is bug eyed and slap jawed. There, 13, there are thirteen-year-old Steve is looking at the squiggly lines. Yeah. Oh my God! There is, there is, there's about a hundred mamas out there going, turn it off, turn it off. Yeah. Oh. Now, what are you watching? <laughs> but it's a sports show. Yeah. Well, I swear it's a sports show. Oh yeah, space whores. Yeah. <laughs> Star whores. <sighs> yeah. That was nice. the, uh, that was the parody version of Star oh. Wars. I could, you could still just call that space balls. It works both ways. Huh? There you go. There you go. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> Jake, think about that one tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bad image going to bed. <laughs> oh, you had the solo scene. I'm my own best friend. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Jeb uh, out here just dropping bombs. Yeah. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the show today. Yeah. Tune in next week whenever we might get a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh okay. my we got to we gotta stop there. Yeah. We got to stop there. We, that, 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 no that's, more. That's my no drop. more. Yeah. That's my winner. Winner. We're not worthy. Uh, we're not worthy. Yeah. We're not worthy. All right. Catch us next week. SEC After Dark. Peace.
Star Wars and the Phantom Penis. Coming soon to theaters near you. Not to my theater. Yeah, that was not in a theater. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.